All right, you guys, welcome back. Um, before we jump into today's episode, we have some very exciting news. Approachable turns two this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually today, but the days aren't the same, like year yeah. to year, obviously. It's it's May 8th. Yeah. That's the actual date if you want to celebrate. Yeah. May 8th is our birthday. Yeah. So we wanted to do something fun and exciting for Approachable's birthday. So we are doing our merch sweaters 25% off for two weeks. So they are on sale as of today. Um, and you can get them for 25% off up until May 19th. Woo. And we did get some feedback from the sweaters in the beginning as well. So we were able to add two extra sizes to the range. So we now have 2XL and 3XL sizing available. Uh, so those are on the website as well. Which also just a note with um, sizing, the sweaters are actually technically like men's cut sweaters. Um, so they're already sized up a little bit from like a women's cut if that's normally like what you typically wear um and then on top of that they're also oversized so it's um just worth noting like if you guys go into the uh website we have like a sizing chart up there just double check your sizing because um of those two factors yeah and for reference i wear a size small um it's the smallest size that we have in the range and then sam has the large on yeah um, but we also wanted to go over um, some notes about why we chose the manufacturer we did um, and also why that resulted in the price point um, that it did because um, that was some feedback we received as well. Some people were upset about the price point. Um, and so at that time, like when we first launched, we um, kind of spoke to how kind of like the biggest thing that was like important to us is that like we didn't want to do this unless we could do it in a way that was like true to us which is like doing it ethically and making sure that everyone all the way down the supply chain is getting paid properly they're in good working conditions all that kind of stuff um so we have some notes yeah also and that we had like a really quality product as well you yeah. know like sam and i have both had our sweaters for like over a year now which mm -hmm. <laughs> is crazy so just uh some notes on our manufacturer so um, all factories, farms, and suppliers are required to pay workers legal minimum wage or higher. Um, no factories, farms, or suppliers are permitted to have workers under the age of 15, even if legally permitted in that area. No cotton is sourced from any area implementing child labor or forced labor. All factories, farms, and suppliers must adhere to safe workplace policies. All factories, farms, and suppliers may not allow forced work, excessive hours, or working in hazardous conditions. No subcontracting is permitted by our manufacturer's supply chain. Um, so that means that the suppliers um, may not, without the manufacturer's knowledge and consent, pass on the manufacturer's orders to a factory that may not be monitored um, and certified against their workplace standards. All factories, farms, and suppliers are subject to unannounced audits by third-party inspection teams, including off-site employee interviews. Sam's pregnant. She's out of the breath. I'm taking a breather. <laughs> <laughs> if any factory fails an audit, they will be required to comply with the manufacturer's standards within a reasonable timeline or the manufacturer will cease to work with them. Our manufacturers joined Amphori, a leading supply chain management system that supports companies to drive social compliance and improvements within the factories and farms in their global supply chains. Uh, they also work with the Better Cotton Initiative, who works with a diverse range of stakeholders across the cotton supply chain to promote measurable and continuing improvements for the environment, farming communities, and the economies of cotton producing areas. Um, and they've also partnered with Remy, a nonprofit that seeks to provide access to menstrual health education and sustainable, culturally appropriate and affordable products to workers of their factories. 
Um, all of our manufacturers' products are certified by Ocotex. The Ocotex Standard 100 is a testing certification for numerous harmful chemicals, even if they are not yet legally regulated. This certification process ensures that products are free from dangerous substances, chemicals like pesticides, heavy metals, formaldehyde, and undesirable surfactants. Uh, the certification is designed to ensure the effect the dyeing industry has on the environment is minimized, and the garments are safe for consumers as well as the people who make and sell them. Our manufacturers are committed to removing single-use plastic from their supply chain, including single-use bags, garment tags, swing tags, courier bags, carton liners, carton tape, and warehouse pallets normally wrapped in plastic. Whew. <laughs> it's a mouthful. Um, yeah, it was just really important for us like so early on to make sure that when we were even starting this process, um, which really was almost at the beginning of Approachable, yeah. <laughs> that we went with the right manufacturer. And I think that the reason that we um, didn't come out with all of those right in the beginning was because it was just a no-brainer for yeah. us, honestly. Um, and we're happy to give you that information so that you can know that, like, the, the like know about the decision you're making, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway... Um, super exciting. We're super excited about the new sizes. We're excited to do this uh, 25% off sale and celebrate our birthday together. Yeah. So if you have a sweater already, thank you so much for supporting us. Thank you for supporting us at launch. Um, and we would love to see you on May 8th wearing your sweaters with us. We're going to be wearing our sweaters. Don't forget it's yeah. May 8th. Don't forget our birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know if you pick up a sweater. Um, we would love to see all of you uh, in your sweaters. We've been getting some really good feedback from those who have actually picked them up and we're so happy that you love them and um, that you're enjoying them with us. If you do forget our birthday, then the next episode is just going to be Allie and AJ's potential breakup song. <laughs> on on loop for one hour. I like how there's like a threat in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is our potential breakup song. That's what it reminded me of. Because <laughs> he, he forgot her fucking birthday. My Fuck stupid birthday. Yeah. Apparently, she wanted to say, my fucking birthday, but they had to change it to stupid birthday. Disney Channel was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's fair. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, we do have an actual episode for you today, so thank you so much for two beautiful years together, and uh, enjoy today's episode. It's like every time I, I like keep like covering this and then it's like, <laughs> but like all I have is crop tops. Baby's like, I want to be on the podcast. I am the guest. Honestly. There. Okay. Hey, Alyssa. Hey, Sam. How's it going? Good. I'm late to work today. Well, technically I'm late to work. Yeah. You're later than I. I technically I'm one full day late to work. Yeah. <laughs> But then I was late for the reschedule. Yeah. <laughs> but we made it. We're here. <laughs> this is a very chaotic uh, work environment we've <laughs> curated here. Uh, are you ready? I am ready. All right. Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. So today, well, this was a conversation we had over sushi. I can't remember why it got brought up. I honestly think that I posed the idea, um, but it kind of like almost started like a divorce. Like we got pretty heated with it. Well, 
I mean, you do like oftentimes pose questions of like, how loyal are you? Like, <laughs> would you eat my ashes if I died? <laughs> like, <laughs> and so this was kind of, I think, where that initially stemmed from. Basically, we were talking about the movie Passengers. So before we jump into this, oh. just spoilers across the board. We're yeah. going to be talking about Passengers, Hunger Games, Devil Wears Prada. Are we going to talk about the Titanic as well? Just quickly? Yeah, we might delve in. Yeah. yeah. So spoilers for all of those movies. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't fucking watched Titanic by now, geez, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's not that's not on us. That's cinematic histor- historical. Yeah. What, what am I trying to say? It's cinematic history. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we were talking about the movie Passengers, and if you guys haven't seen it, um, basically it, it starts with our protagonist. Yeah. Chris Pratt, <laughs> and he he started out of the they're they're like on this spaceship. They're going to another place, planet. another planet. Um, and everyone is supposed to be like asleep, kind of thing, like in these chambers. They're hibernating. Yeah, and then because it's gonna take so goddamn long to get to this place, like years and years and years and years and years. One hundred and twenty years. That's ridiculous. Um, and then uh, so they're gonna be like preserved basically, and then get there and be like, okay, great. Well. <laughs> Preserved. Is there another term? <laughs> like a fine wine. They are. They're literally being like barreled. That's true. <laughs> and then they're going to fucking pop out fresh as daisies. That's true. 120 years down the road. Anyways, um, something malfunctions with his, right? Yes. And his his barrel opens up. He comes out and then he, I think he stayed on the ship for like a, a while by himself. One year and three weeks. Okay, so Alyssa did her research on this actually. Well, That's I good. watched the video, yes, or I watched the movie yesterday. So it was pretty fun research. Okay, so he was on his own for one year and three weeks and then eventually he decided to wake up somebody else. And so this kind of like posed this moral dilemma of like, well, I mean, Alyssa was asking, would you wake up me or Matt first? <laughs> yeah, I said, would you wake up me, your business partner, best friend, soul sister, or your husband? I mean, the husband, whatever you're trying to let it off. <laughs> um, and so that was more of Alyssa's concern. But, but it poses the bigger question of, like, the moral dilemma of, like, would you wake someone up or not? Yeah. At all. Mm-hmm. And? Okay, so I, so when the question was posed back to me, my boyfriend, like, already knew that I would wake up Sam. Like, he didn't even try. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was like, I mean, I get it, you know? So I would. Well, here's the thing, though. I think that I would. I don't. Uh, I've had so much time to think about this. So my biggest issue is that I'm a scaredy cat. OK, so I think that all reasoning would go out the window when I wasn't able to sleep at all. Like I would probably barricade myself in like my suite, you know, because they all have their own little like suites and I wouldn't be able to like come out. Because it's perpetually dark outside. You're in space. And so I'd be so scared to be alone. You know what I mean? And that's a big spaceship. Yeah. Like there's creepies that could be like crawling around in there. Like you wouldn't know. So I think that that would be my main reasoning for waking somebody up. Like I just wouldn't be able to survive on there alone. So yes, I do believe that I would wake you up. But here's the thing is I would be like, oh, am I ruining your life sort of thing? Um, like would you, because you, I do, you can hold a grudge. You know, and so I just wonder, <laughs> would I wake you up and you wouldn't talk to me anyway? <laughs> you know, I mean, I just feel like, uh, OK, so this is the thing. I think it's different from waking up a stranger. First oh, yeah. Of all. But like, I also think that it's kind of like 
if you're fucking like launching yourself into space and being like comatose for 120 years I kind of feel like you're accepting that like some something may go wrong yeah (laughs) you know like like I wouldn't be going into that being like and for sure I'm gonna be woken up in 120 years and everything's gonna be completely fine and I'm gonna be this exact same age and everything's gonna be great and then I'm gonna be on my new planet forever and live forever like I wouldn't be anticipating that necessarily so I don't think like, if you woke me up, I don't think I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I would be like, well, my lifespan's going to be about the same as I always expected. <laughs> Do you know what, though? I think now talking about it, I don't actually think I would wake you up. Um, because, okay, say that everything's the same as now, except you have baby. Okay. Okay. I think I would wake up my boyfriend because it's like, <laughs> you knew what you signed up for, okay? I'm, you know, <laughs> I can be a little uh, questionable at times so yeah I'm waking your ass up but I don't know that I would do that to you because like you have a whole life ahead of you on homestead too which is the planet they were heading to like you have (laughs) the dogs and if you're allowed to bring the dogs and you have your baby and you have Matt and so it's like I think I think that I would like (laughs) I would like write you every day (laughs) (laughs) I wake up to like 120 years worth of letters I like I like my barrel my barrel open and it's like and then like all these like letters are like fluttering in. I think that that's probably what I would do. I don't know. Like off the bat, now I'm thinking no. I would wake up my boyfriend and I'd be like, "This is fucking this shit," you know. And I don't. It's interesting because in the movie they didn't have kids. It seems like like they didn't like like there was no kids on the ship at all. Um, like the the Chris Pratt who woke up. Uh, what's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Who woke up Jennifer Lawrence. It doesn't seem like they made kids. I'd be fucking making kids because I'd be like, you're going to at least get to Homestead too. Yeah. You know, and you can like tell our story and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, it would be hard to like learn how to not live on a ship, but it's like, you can do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, But I think that's what I would do. I would just create this little family on the ship. Um, But I think I would wrestle like as the years go by with being like, oh, but like, oh, I've woken her up. But I think the more time that goes by, I mean, like it would, I would be aging and you would be staying the same age and it would, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know that I would wake you up now. Um, what about you? I mean, my first question is there, is there not a pilot on this bitch that I can wake up? Yes. That's what I would do. <laughs> Someone <laughs> fucked up here. My barrel got fucking opened. You, you cracked my shit open. <laughs> I was in there, like, thinking I was going to be a Merlot, and now I'm fucking grape juice, so <laughs> someone needs to fucking put me back, bitch. Like I, don't, I don't, like, I think that that's logically what I would do first, is, like, I would wake up, I would be like, this doesn't strike me as being right. I would go find whoever was supposed to be in charge. I'd fucking wake their ass up and be like, do something. <laughs> and then if they were like, there's nothing we can do, and now you just fucking woke me up for no goddamn reason, I'd be like, well... And then I guess I'm going to go wake up everyone else. I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, maybe we start a fucking commune. I, like, like I, I think for sure I would wake Matt up. Um, I think it would depend. Like, well, so, so if I talked to the pilot and he was like, no, like, we're fucked now. Like, it's you and me. I guess I'd see how we get along, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, how well do we get along? If we get along pretty well, then, like, maybe I'll let you continue to slumber. If we don't get along at all, go wake up Matt. Probably wake up you. I don't know whether or not. Would I wake up your boyfriend? I don't know. 
I think I'd probably leave him for like a little bit to pickle and then yeah I mean if I'm awake yeah do you know what I'm saying I would probably wake him up then I'd be like you know what the whole family's up you need to get up yeah you know you've been sleeping for a whole like Danny, 30 we're gonna years play board games <laughs> <laughs> Sam really wants to do a puzzle. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I think I wouldn't have any qualms about, like, waking up, like, my spouse. Yeah. Um, but j- just because I also wouldn't have qualms about them waking me up. Mm-hmm. Like, if you woke me up, I wouldn't be pissed. If Matt woke me up, I wouldn't be pissed. Maybe I would just for the sake of it. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't think I would actually, like, I, I would be like, well, yeah, obviously. Like, yeah. that would be fucking misery otherwise. Yeah. I don't think I'd be that upset. However, if a stranger woke me up, oh, oh. I would fucking gouge their eyeballs out. Yeah. Like, it, like hands would be thrown immediately. Like, I, that's what fucking gets me about that is, like, he basically went around and, like, picked someone he was attracted to and fucking woke her up. Well, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it yesterday. I'm like, okay, so to me, am I becoming a man hater? I don't know. <laughs> to me. It happens. <laughs> when you live in this household. <laughs> What I see now is, okay, a man woke up, decided he wanted something, mm-hmm. and took it. Yes. No matter how much it affected her. A white man, no less. Fuck you, Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? I, Dude, honestly. So that's what bothers me. And then I was like, you know, the movie hasn't been made in the opposite way. But that's the thing. It's like, I, I can almost guarantee... That I wouldn't be going around looking for a man. No, I would not wake up a stranger either. Not a strange, no. I, I would I would hope that somebody would wake up. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think I would just, like, go, like, through... Because, like, the thing is, this, this would be beyond even the moral issue. What if I wake you up and you're a fucking piece of shit? Yeah. <laughs> like, that would be the war... And I brought that upon myself. That's a heavy fucking burden to bear. Yes. And that's exactly what I was thinking by me waking up like a potential, like, lover. Bachelor, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, I've dated a lot of guys. And I dislike quite a few, you know? And it's yeah. like, now I'm stuck on this fucking ship with you? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I can't fucking put you back to bed? Yeah. Am I going to, now I'm going to be a murderer? <laughs> you know, like, what are yeah. my other options? Well, and exactly. Cohabitate on this fucking And thing? what if they're a murderer? Yeah. What if they're so choked that you woke them up that they murder you? Yeah, that's spooky. The classic female dilemma, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think that, like, what Chris Pratt, I understand, okay, it, it softens the blow only just because he was up for a year by himself. Yes. Like, if it was, like, he had lasted a day and then went and woke up fucking Jennifer Lawrence. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding yeah. me? But like, okay, I can see you starting to like, your judgment starting to leave a little bit after like a year of complete isolation. Yeah, for sure. So there's there's that, which I think, you know, having gone through a year of moderate isolation, yeah, I can see you yeah. getting to that point, <laughs> you know? But I just... I just think I really would wake up like, I would research the fuck out of the chicks on that that ship and then if you like if you weren't on the ship and then I would wake up a a person I could be friends with because the thing is like I'm hey I read on your um profile (laughs) that you like true crime podcasts (laughs) and I like true crime podcasts and I just feel like I don't know (laughs) I just think we could be friends yeah um yeah because I don't want to take the chance you know like I ugh, it's yeah it's such a hard thing and the thing is is like if I was really hurting, 
then I could always go back and and wake up somebody that I'm like physically attracted to later. You know, I kind of hold all the cards in this scenario. I'm not going to live to get to Homestead too. What are they going to do? Put me in ship jail? Yeah. You know, don't think that maybe exists. maybe it starts a mutiny. <laughs> maybe maybe you wake up one person and that triggers like a bunch of other people being woken up and then they all turn on you. Yeah, that's like that's my nightmare. And it's a possibility. But I think that's what I would do because I would want to have like fun friendship times. And like the thing is, I just think if you if both of you were like attracted to each other. There's I don't think that you would be friends. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you're you're obviously only, we know what's going on. Here. Yeah, you're the only two freaking people on the ship. You're obviously going to like yeah do the do um and like i just don't really want that pressure so it's like ugh, like because what if i don't actually like you but then it's like well now i'm just you know yeah i'm feeling some type of way and then we like just do it once in a while and then i'm like ugh, so i just want a friends with benefits sort of thing and they're like no i'm in love with you and i'm like ugh, i know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and here lies the issue yeah i think i wouldn't wake up a stranger i think that one i couldn't i i would probably try and find if, if the pilot thing didn't go over well, if I didn't, like, for sure, like, have, like, Matt or you or whom, like, someone I knew for sure on the ship, I think I would try and find, like, is there anyone that I'm even, like, moderately acquaint- acquainted with? And then, like, maybe I'd consider waking them up. I don't know. I have to, like, mull it over. Yeah. In the pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Playing some b-ball by myself, thinking about it. <laughs> and then uh, make my decision. That's smart, though, the pilot thing. I think I did think of that when I was um, watching the movie yesterday and I'm like, why didn't he just do that? You know, like that would well, cause make sense. Presumably they know a little bit more about the ship than you do. Yeah. So like my first inclination wouldn't be like, I'm lonely. My first inclination would be like, something's, something's run amok here. Yeah. What else is going on? Mm-hmm. Turns out in that movie a lot. Yeah is going on mm-hmm. so yeah i would just wake up the <laughs> i need an adult where's the person in charge <laughs> customer service please <laughs> yeah <laughs> um hi can i get a refund <laughs> dude that ship though looked so fun like sorry um <laughs> my like hip was like um like the pool looked so beautiful and i like that little cafeteria but could you imagine because am i still in the shot yeah um because he only had like a silver bracelet right like he was like economy he wasn't baller yeah yeah and so could you imagine having to eat the same oatmeal brick for an entire year yeah it, what was the what was the premise that like eventually like that they would wake up like a like a couple weeks before kind of thing or yeah so the crew was supposed to wake up four months before they arrived or before the passengers or a month or something like that and then the passengers would wake up and they would just get to enjoy life on the ship for like a little bit like i think it was only a couple weeks okay yeah 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 Yeah, and so it was kind of like a cruise ship yeah over nightmares yeah <sighs> but like that's what i was thinking too is like there was only enough food on that ship for the crew for four months and then the, like 5,000 passengers. So I guess there would have been enough food, yeah. But could you imagine waking up and like these two people had lived for 90 years eating your food? Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. Especially because like w- no convenience store along the way. No. <laughs> like like <laughs> that would actually, that actually is like a bigger question is like, do you eat the supply? I mean, now you're fucking awake. So like, what's your option? Like you starve to death? Yeah, no, I would definitely be eating the supply. But like, yeah. how do you like, well, and they did create this rainforest sort of thing. And there were plants that were 
like also hibernating so that they could mm. bring them to homestead too so i wonder if that they like planted those and then they were trying to like re- regenerate yeah like stock. get like food kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah 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 okay yeah yeah all in all if i knew the person well i would wake them well no for i would wake up the pilot and whoever else mm-hmm. maybe an engineer of some sort yeah I don't know. and then go from there i think he was an engineer or he was a mechanic chris pratt yeah one of the two then fucking do something with that. <laughs> but he did. Like, he was trying everything to, like, fix the ship and get back in his pod. Except waking up the pilot. Yeah, that's true. That's pretty stupid. <laughs> the most fucking obvious choice of all. Yeah. But, like, this is the other thing. If you wake up the pilot and you don't know that they can go back to sleep, who's going to land the ship? Copilot? Well, I imagine the crew that's going to be awake for four months. Yeah, but it's not like when you're on a plane, a flight attendant can land the ship what if none of them woke up land the plane what if none of them woke up yeah they just continue <laughs> to circle around forever <laughs> like the for the crew the crew wasn't triggered after four months the rest of the people and they're just going around forever yeah who's retrieving their ass well and that's what the other thing i was thinking is like there's a lot that can go wrong here yeah well in the business model like they were talking about how it was just greedy on um now I can't remember the company's name, but anyway, the company, Starship Enterprise, um, I think that's what it was, uh, because you have to wait 90 years to do it all over again. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, everybody who um, makes money from that ship, because like you rack up debt on the ship as well, they'll be mm, dead yeah, yeah, yeah. by the time that that money comes out. So it's like generations, like that's a long, yeah, a long time. It's interesting in that way, though, because, like, by the time the next crew got to your, like, to Homestead 2, that would be, ba- you'd basically have, like, died out kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. Jennifer Lawrence's character was going to do a round trip. So she was going to go to Homestead 2 for a year and then take a ship back to Earth. For, for what purpose? She was a journalist. And she, so she would have been the first person to ever do a round trip. And then everybody, fuck that shit, dude. Everybody on Earth that she had known would obviously be gone yeah. for like 240 years. But also, who knows what you're coming back to? Yeah, imagine coming back 240 years in the future. I don't want to imagine. Like it would be so, oh, so hard mm-hmm. to like integrate back into society. Oh my god, it would be a nightmare. So much would change. Think about 240 years ago, the 1800s. No, even less. 17, 1780. Is that what we'd be at? I don't know. I'm bad at math. Same. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be, I think. Like 1780-ish. And no thank you. <clears throat> coming into now? Imagine somebody from the 1700s coming into right now trying to use an iPad. <laughs> Ugh, my God. Yeah. Someone from the ni- early 1900s trying to use an iPad is fucking painful enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Watching people type. Ugh, my God. <laughs> Watching, like, grandparents type is truly a harrowing experience. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> My dad was a computer tech, and he was actually really poor at typing. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Yeah, he couldn't type very well at all. But my mom is, like, freaking speed master. Yeah, I could see. Yeah. She, she When I was younger, we used to MSN together, and I would get, like, really, like, stressed out because she would answer me so quick, and I'd be like, Mom, I'm still trying to say something. <laughs> and she'd be like, okay, sorry, sorry. Just cutting you off. Dude, I miss MSN. Yeah, that was the best, like, changing your, like, 
screen name. Yeah, dude. Yeah, with all the flowers. And, like, I would take them from different websites, like, these, like, little poetry websites, and put them as my screen name. Were we on MSN together? Because I vaguely recall that your thing was, like, Alyssa with a wilted rose. Oh, for sure then that was okay yeah <laughs> I was really dramatic when I was younger oh and same like, and same like, yeah very um <laughs> I don't know like I was very like my heart has been broken yeah and, like that kind of shit yeah as we all were moody dude the okay we were watching we're going way off topic yeah. but it just is what it is at this point um this is what you get okay I'm seven months pregnant um <laughs> We were watching uh, this, like, TikTok with, like, Gordon Ramsay's kid. And she, like, pretends to put, like, an egg in this water bottle. And then he, like, goes to look and she, like, squeezes the water bottle in his face and then, like, cracks the egg on his head. And I was like, the fact that we're going to be growing up with our kids watching fucking TikTok, like, they're going to be the biggest, like, little shits ever. Like, oh, my God. Like, that is just... Yeah. It's too much power. It's too much power for the children. But I don't know. Our kids are going to grow up, hopefully, in the commune. Oh, yeah. in the forest you know dude did you watch that last night next Billie eilish um well no because i have google chromecast and i can't it's on apple plus tv and i can't cast to my thing so it's never being watched no it will it will i'm gonna download it today and okay. then listen to it can i just listen to it or do i have to actually watch it it's nicer to view but i'll tell you about it later anyways okay cool okay anyways Stranger, no, I wouldn't wake up. I'd wake up the pilot. If that didn't work and the pilot was like, there's nothing we can fucking do. Like, we're just stuck here now. I, then I would go around waking up people that I knew if I knew them. <laughs> so you'd for sure wake me up. No qualms. If I felt like I had exhausted other resources and they were like, absolutely not, definitely not happening. And I was like, what if we wake up Bill? Like, what did, like will he have an answer? Like, you know, like if, yeah. if I had gone all those different routes and it was like where we were at now, like you didn't have kids or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, I think I fucking would. Well, and that's the thing is, like, I've lived, like, my life without you and didn't like it, really. <laughs> so <laughs> getting uh, to Homestead 2, doing it all over again. Well, because I almost feel like, like, because this is the thing, specifically about waking up you, I feel like if we were both on that ship, it's because we made that decision together. Yeah, for like, sure. We, like, we were going to go there together, live there, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like a... a that's a big fucking decision to go to another planet. Yeah. And fuck off from every other person on the planet. So, like, I just, I, I, I mean, I, not to speak for you, you can let me know. But, like, I feel like probably if you woke up after 120 years and I had fucking died, you'd be like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I'd be pretty, pretty choked. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because that's the thing is we probably had decided to, like, go there as a family. Mm-hmm. You know, exactly, like, the, yeah. the five of us at the time. Yeah. So... There you go. And the dogs. So, yeah. <laughs> and then really quick, we were like, would you wake up the dogs? And then Sam said, would you wake up Grunt? <laughs> and he's so noisy just imagining like his meows echoing through the quiet. <laughs> like I, I love him so much, but I think I would have a real think about it. Like we would have to create like a cat sanctuary that he that was like you a little have to bit prepare soundproof. for his arrival. Yeah, because yeah. I would need to know that okay, he's happy in his cat sanctuary, but I can't hear him. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, that is uh, <laughs> that's a question for sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Okay, so um, Hunger Games. 
Yeah, so I haven't watched Hunger Games in like a hot minute. Let us read the synopsis because neither have I. Yeah, I think the the main moral dilemma that I would pose with Hunger Games is would you be able to fight to the death with like people you knew? Because, you know, Katniss well, had but to ho- fight But with hold Pita. on, because the first thing is that she um, sacrifices herself Oh, yeah. For her sister. So hold on here just a second. This this whole, like, premise, by the way, is, like, super fucked up of The Hunger Games. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we had to read it in high school. Really don't like it. Um, okay, so, so it's punishment for the past failed rebellion against the capital, which resulted in the obliteration of a district. Um, and so now they do an annual lottery to participate in The Hunger Games, a contest in which the tributes must fight to the death in an outdoor arena until only one remains. So this is for, like, their the sick amusement of like the upper class um and so uh the first thing is that she volunteers in place of her 12 year old sister she's 16 would you do that is the first question (sighs) i need to put it into something that because i don't have a sister so i don't know that relationship your brother my brother's older than me yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's not the same yeah (laughs) go in my place okay okay (laughs) me yeah, so I would. <laughs> and here's the thing. Oh, my God. Not even... Yes, obviously, I love you, like, unconditionally. But it's not even that. I just know, like, I I just am feistier than you. Mm. And so I think that if I saw your name get pulled, I'd be like, but the thing is, is, like, I know she's going to die. Not because you can't handle yourself. But I just think, like... Wow. You're not as, like, cutthroat. I want to say... You can't, like, hurt people on purpose. I would go the route of, like, I'm pretty sure there was a guy that dressed up as, like, twigs and shit and, like, hid in the mud. That's the route I would go. (laughs) I would just, like, bury myself in the mud and be, like, let's see how this fucking goes. (laughs) Like. I think that I would, I would volunteer in your place because I, I would feel like I at least had, like, a fighting chance sort of thing. Not. Shade. Not shade. Shade. It's because I'm not as nice as you. I would feel like I at least had a fighting chance. (laughs) Oh, the shade. No. <laughs> I just think that like I, uh, yeah, like things like blow over too quickly for me a lot of the times. Yeah. And like I, I, okay, here's the thing. I am like a kind person, obviously, but I am definitely feisty when I need to be. And that's a situation where I need to be. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If somebody was actually coming at me with an ax, I would have absolutely no problem like slicing their throat open. Yeah, I think I would sooner. I mean, every single movie that I watch where it's like a an apocalypse or whatever, I'm like, I would die. Like, I would die immediately because like, I just don't think I would have the will to be like, like, okay, like zombie apocalypse movies and stuff like that. I don't want to fucking live in that. Yeah. I'd be like, bye. Like, mm-hmm. fuck this shit. Like, no, I'm not going to fucking like spend my life running from these bloodthirsty fucking zombies, like never sleeping. Pro- like, what the fuck? Like, I don't. Like, like the people that are like, no, we're going to start a commune. We're going to find the other. Like, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, absolutely the fuck not. I don't have the time. I don't have the time or the fucking will. Like, absolutely not. Um, no, I just, no. Yeah, no. I would die. <laughs> You're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> so all, it's not for, shade. For all the shade. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely <laughs> just. I mean, I would try my mud thing. If that didn't work, I would die. Yeah. I think I could outsmart the the brawn in the what what do they call it the dome? So like the people mm. who are really strong, I do feel like I could outsmart them. Yeah. And then 
Uh, it would be hard, though, if there was, like, you know, like, some meek people who got chosen. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wouldn't. Oh, God. It's the, you know what it is though for me too is it's the interferences yeah. because like they don't just like leave them to like fight to the death kind of thing they like interfere like they'll put like I can't really remember like I want to say they put like gas in there and shit like that and they'll put like killer bees and like yeah crap. I remember the bees yeah and so it's kind of like like if you were taking the like I'm gonna hide in the mud thing they'd probably put like some weird shit and the, like they would make mm-hmm. something happen where like I couldn't just lay in the mud the whole time because obviously yeah. that's not very exciting TV mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah so you would so you would volunteer dependent upon the person yes okay mm-hmm. what if it was like your boyfriend no yeah no you gotta go in there man yeah sorry like- oh my god can you imagine like all of these situations I try to imagine Matt in I'm like he would be so <laughs> annoying like he would be like the scrappiest like <laughs> Just bitching at everybody, like my yes. <laughs> okay, so they they all have to take this like little train, and I'm just imagining him on the train being like, "This is so dumb. This yeah. is, I don't. This is so dumb." Yeah. <laughs> um, oh god. Okay, I say no for my boyfriend because he's like he's a very like sweet person too. But he is also scrappy. Yeah. Like, he's feisty. And he's crafty. I feel like he would probably, like, MacGyver some shit. Yeah. See, the thing is, is, like, I think I would I would put myself in place of people I knew were less likely to live than I would. Mm. And I think that my boyfriend is more likely to live than, than I am. So it's like, yeah. you know, what's the point? Sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, I don't know if I could volunteer for someone. Unless it was, like, my child. I, yeah. I just don't know. <laughs> Not even your child. Well, I don't have them yet. <laughs> so how can I know? I'm sure I would if it was my child. But, like, I just, I don't, I'm, I wouldn't consider myself brave in that aspect. Yeah. Like, I think that, like, I can be pretty, like, bold, but not necessarily brave. Mm. So I don't know, man. Yeah. I just don't know that I could. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I am who I am, internet, okay? <laughs> and give me a break. Anyone that's like, oh, are you kidding? Like, would you, would you, like, if honestly. If it was real life. If it was real life. That's the thing. Is like, it's so easy. Like, I'm trying to, like, genuinely put myself in this position. Like, how horrifying would it be to even be, like, standing in that setting of, like, they're calling names and stuff like that? And then to tribute, like, to jump in yourself and be like, yeah, I, I volunteer as tribute. Take me, bitch. Like, fucking let's get to the mud. Like, no, I I don't know that I could, man. No. So that's the first issue. Then could you actually fucking fight someone to the death? Or do you feel like you would try and be crafty and, like, try... Like, because at the end of the first Hunger Games, she basically... They, they made it seem like they were going to commit suicide together, right? I can't remember. Hold on. Let me look it up. Oh, okay. So um, a rule change is announced allowing the tributes from the same district to win as a pair. Um, and then uh, her and this the guy from her district become the last two survivors. Um, but the game makers revoke the rule change to force one to kill the other for a dramatic finale. In defiance, um, Katniss pr- prepares to consume the poisonous nightlock berries with Pita. Realizing they intend to commit suicide so that there will not be a victor for the games, the game makers declare Katniss and Peeta the victors. Although both of them receive a hero's welcome as a couple, Katniss is warned by Hamish, this other guy, that the capital may take action against her for her defiance. Um, along the way back, 
Uh, Pete is heartbroken to learn that Katniss's actions were part of a calculated ploy to gain sympathy. Katniss, however, is unsure of her own feelings and her future. Oh. How interesting. Yeah, Peta was in love with Katniss. Yeah. Um, Which, I mean, like, are you kidding me? Like, get over it, dude. Like, obviously, this is a dire situation. Yeah. Anyways, would you fight to the death? I think it would be really hard for me. Um, this is the thing. I could self-defense. To the death? To the death, no problem. I couldn't be the hunter, I don't think. So if I was, like, sitting there in the mud, you couldn't <laughs> no. come and kill me while I'm just like, no. please stop. No, absolutely not. If it was you and I in there, yeah, I would do the same shit as um, Katniss and Peeta. Like, I'd be like, okay, let's, like, go, ag- let's go against the capitals. Yeah. Go against capitalism. Um, and then if they said we had to kill each other, what would you do? I, yeah, I just don't know what my options are, really. Oh, my like, God. No, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, like, that killing you is an option. I'm saying, like, okay, do we have these nightlock berries or, like, what? Or, like, because I, I think they would make it, like, miserable to the point where, like, you would be going crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, where you would be, like, okay, some some rash decision needs to be made here. Yeah. Such as, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's multiple. Like a Jonestown situation. Oh, yeah. Well, that is kind of, like like nightlock berries yeah yeah um okay well i couldn't kill you for fuck's sake i didn't say i was gonna kill you i never said said i have to weigh my options no no i have to like explore my options as like okay so can we like sit there and starve to death like can we just like wait like like are they going to be like intervening in a way that makes it really miserable where like okay we probably do just have to make like a little bit of a suicide pact okay i see yeah like i wasn't saying like okay well let me consider and then like one of those options is i kill you okay got it with what <laughs> with what audacity <laughs> like shove mud in my mouth when i'm sleeping <laughs> <laughs> like kick your shins <laughs> like yeah no <laughs> if anything <laughs> i could sooner see you getting to the point where you would maybe kill me if you like were going crazy a little bit okay. in which point i would climb up a tree <laughs> <laughs> and then I would just be like, I don't know. And just yell sentimental things at me until my brain comes back. Yeah, I guess Remember so. the PJs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think either the mud or the... Tr- I'm going lower, I'm going high. <laughs> I don't know one of the two. <laughs> but I'm certainly not fucking going to kill anyone because I just don't think I could. I, th- I don't know. I really don't know a scenario in which I genuinely could kill someone. Mm-hmm. Because even, like, someone, like, breaking into my house or something like that, I think I would sooner just, like, beg for my life than try and wield a fucking knife about it, you know? Well, yeah. I think, I mean, it's so hard to say unless, like, you know, you've been in a similar scenario. Hopefully never. Um, I was thinking about this last night, though. I, I think I would try to play it cool as much as I could initially and... If somebody was actually, like, capture, like holding me captive, yeah. But I would have, like, no qualms about it if I could find a way to do it. Um, I think I would have to, like, if I was going to kill someone, I think I would have to be, like, a very cowardly way. Like, I poison your food or something, mm. you know? No, I could see myself, like, if somebody was actually, like, hurting me, I could see myself just being, like, <laughs> yeah. Although, and I guess that, like, I, I say that I can't think of a scenario, but then again, Matt cheating on me. <laughs> There's a scenario where it's very clear what I would do. Uh, this is all hypothetical, by the way. Like, obviously, we would never kill someone. No. 
<laughs> if you cheat on me, Matt, you will die. I've said it before. The, like, use this tape in court. I don't care. I will, like... <laughs> Jeez Louise. I'm not even, I don't, (laughs) nothing like a woman scorned. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think I I could, especially those douchebags from the like higher up um, districts. Capital, yeah. No, or no, no, from, from the like, yeah, from the higher class. No or whatever. problem, because they're just like they're so douchey and they're trying to kill everybody. Like, if I knew that they had killed people from like my, pl- well, I keep saying planet, my like district or something like yeah. that, and they were coming after me, bye. Yeah, it's you or me, man, and like it's gonna be me. It's gonna be my. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're singing as you kill them. <laughs> yeah, like some sick sicko. Yeah, I'm like it's. <laughs> so so okay we've had is this seven seasons now of like this one very specific like tearing up all the time like everyone has like a vision of you and then like it all comes crashing down around you in this episode everyone's like oh god don't you're like i'd fucking wake everyone up on the ship i'd fucking kill all those bitches Don't underestimate me. Don't let the tears fool you. Crocodile tears. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. What song is that that says crocodile tears? Uh, Halsey. Okay. Anyway. Is that also going to be one of your other theme songs? For the kill-a-thon? <laughs> I can't remember how it goes. So probably in the in the moment, I wouldn't remember either. <laughs> so it's it's... What what is that song from InSync? It might just be called "It's Gonna Be Me." It is called "It's Gonna, it's be, gonna me. be Me." Um, so that one and "Super Bass" by Nicki Minaj. Yes, yes, <laughs> those are gonna be here. Boom, but boom, 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 you got that super bass. Boom. For the audio listeners, she's stabbing to the tune of "Super Bass" by Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I'm a dichotomous person. This is my work associate. <laughs> oh, my lord. Work associate, business partner. Te- uh, landlord and tenant? She refers to me as her landlord, okay? So all sentiment has gone out the window. When it suits me. I think it's funny sometimes. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, that was intense. Anyways, Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> okay, hit me. Okay, so the, the first dilemma i think is so devil wears prada it's about this woman that goes to work at a magazine like a fashion magazine that's like really high end it's like whatever and she's like the second assistant to like the like highest lady um and uh the first assistant is like all excited to go to on this trip to paris with like the boss lady whatever um and then at some point the boss lady's like yeah i'm not taking that bitch i'm gonna take you your decision what are we doing here kind of thing but she also did say if you don't go to paris i'll assume that you're not serious, serious about this as your career this job or any other publication <clears throat> yeah so your whole entire like job pool. so we already know what Alyssa would do <laughs> uh <laughs> but so would you first of all would you go to paris would you fuck over emily and go to paris yes a thousand yeah. times yes okay we kind of had this conversation the other day because you that's how we came up with the Devil Wars Prada one. Um, 
the thing for me is that business is business Hmm. in the corporate world and that's like hella corporate you know what I mean like that's Elias Clark owns runway it's run by like it's a big machine yeah I didn't go in there expecting that these people are gonna be my family you didn't go in to make friends I didn't no I went in there to collect my paycheck and and get out because I'm trying to become a journalist in the this scenario and so to me it's like it's not my fault that I'm better than you (laughs) because that's what happens like Emily starts like shitting the bed um she forgets scarves she's forgetting names at this like event and stuff like that and I'm coming through okay whoa 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 she didn't forget scarves she got run over by a car no no that's why she was running because um so Anne Hathaway's Andy calls Emily and she's like hi hi sorry um I've uh, Miranda did tell me and I forgot but I got somebody to open the store early and blah 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 okay so she did what she did what she needed to do yeah but she's still dropping the ball oh my god okay and I haven't dropped the ball you know I learned and then I improved whereas Emily learned was doing well and now she's on this downward arc Right. Mm. And Miranda says, Miranda, Miranda says, I need the best possible team with me in Paris. That no longer includes Emily. Not my fault. (laughs) Direct quotes. (laughs) That's not my fault that it no longer includes Emily. You know, I came to work. I did my job to, to an exceeding, I'm exceeding the expectations, right? Like I got a, a manuscript of Harry Potter set and bound yeah for your kids you know like that's some genie shit right there yeah so to me it's it's just like this is business and like sorry and that's the other thing like I don't think that I would feel bad I'd be like this is just I don't think anyone thought that you were feeling bad (laughs) (laughs) well because in the in the show she's like I could never do that and then blah 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 and then she like goes to the hospital where Emily's at and she's like I'm sorry I I wouldn't be like I'm sorry I'd be like yeah like that does suck but like (laughs) what do you mean like I've worked in the corporate yeah that's you know what I mean (laughs) and like they do they take their their a team because it's important yeah (laughs) and I you know I wouldn't if somebody got picked over me because I was fucking the dog at work I wouldn't be like we're friends how could you go it's like well you should have tried harder (laughs) All right. What if they were your friend, though? Uh, I think I would be, like, a lot less cold-hearted about it, but I would definitely still go. See, but then we have a call-her-daddy situation. That is not a call-her-daddy situation. How? What do you mean? How is that not a call-her-daddy situation? They were friends. Yeah, they were friends. And she felt like she was doing more than the other chick, so she was like, I'm going to make more money than you, and she didn't tell her about it. Yeah, she didn't tell her about it. Oh, so you'd just be like, I'm fucking making more. I, you suck. <laughs> no, I would be like, hey, just so you know, Miranda has asked me to go to Paris instead of you. I'm really sorry. But au revoir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye. It would be an open communication thing. And I'd be like, you know, and and if you're really my friend, dude, you would you be excited want me to go to Paris. Me. Why are you happy for me? <laughs> I'm, I'm in a hospital bed. I don't know. I kind of feel like you're the one that's being selfish. <laughs> what is Emily going to do? Go to Paris when she's in the hospital? Um, I mean, she's only in the hospital because she like, Andy told her the news over the phone. But yeah, I don't know. I think it would be harder. Like trying to think about you and I scenario. Like if you, but it's not, well, yeah, okay. 
it is the same sort of um if you got an opportunity and then they like passed over you for some reason and came to me I don't think that I would take it hmm. so it, well 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 yeah if, if it was a friend hmm. it would be different if it was a friend it would be different or no, if, if it, it was, was me specifically okay okay <laughs> I've had lots like because that that has happened to me like I've gotten stuff over other people before and because of my hard work ethic because of my good attitude which is not shining through here but (laughs) but like just all of these things I worked really hard and so it's like yeah so I got chosen in instead of another candidate and that's the way the world works most of the time you know yeah I think I would go to Paris um but I don't think I would be, like, cavalier about it. I think I would feel pretty fucking bad. Because hmm. I think that, like, even if you had been, like, dropping the ball, and what, not you, but, like, whomever, like, Emily, if, if even if, like, Emily had been dropping the ball, whatever kind of thing, I would be like, yeah, but, like, this is kind of a shit fucking workplace. Like, hmm. I, I kind of want to drop the fucking ball, too, to be honest. Like, I, like, I think that I would sooner feel, um, yeah, like, compassion for the, the, the person rather than being like fuck yourself oh I wouldn't be like fuck yourself you well <laughs> you said sorry I'm better than you and I don't think I'd feel bad about it <laughs> in so many words <laughs> okay I'm just in a, like a funny mood I wouldn't act if okay if this is actuality I would feel a little I would feel sad for her because she was really excited to go yeah I wouldn't be like, sorry, well, and, well, and I think that this this then raises the question to me, too, because Emily had obviously been there longer than Andy. So this this would be my thing is like, so I'm having like an off little time and then like I get like my perks taken away from me for this person that's been here for fucking like three weeks. I think that would be like the the biggest thing that I would be pissed about and I would feel that's why I would more so feel bad because it's like this chick's been paying her dues mm-hmm. so like yeah like it's an imp- impossible job that she's like struggling to do and so did I and maybe I figured it out kind of thing but like she also obviously figured it out or she wouldn't have been there so long mm-hmm. so it's like she's having like a little off time probably because she's not eating because she's trying to look like super thin for Paris yeah Cuba cheese you know yeah I don't know like I just feel like with all these factors so I probably would take it but I would feel really bad and I would be like very ashamed to tell them and I'd be like (laughs) I'll bring you back something I don't know like I would have a fucking hard time yeah like when it's because like Miranda was like don't forget to tell Emily I would like my butthole clenched when she said that because I was like this is my nightmare this is my nightmare like I hate I hate that shit I hate confronting somebody I hate being like hey just to let you know like we're letting you go like fuck dude I would sooner be like I'm gonna just pay you for your work and just not let you I don't know like I just I, I I hate that dude oh my god it's my nightmare anyways um so I think I would go to Paris but then at the end of the movie Miranda like fucks over like someone who's like been very loyal to her for like 18 years or something like that in a big fucking way. She basically like put this guy up for this job. His name's Nigel. And then when when Miranda found out that her job was in jeopardy, she kind of like took that job out from under him and gave it to somebody else mm-hmm. basically to like save her own job because the other person was going to replace her. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, that's when her and Anne Hathaway have the conversation and she's like, Meryl Streep's like, I see a great deal of myself in you. Anne Hathaway's like, I'm nothing like you. 
I wouldn't do what you just did to, just did to Nigel. And she was like, but you already did to Emily. <laughs> to Emily. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then she's like, what if I don't want this life? And she was like, everybody wants this life, darling. She says, awesome. don't be ridiculous. No, she doesn't have an English accent. She says, don't be ridiculous. Everyone wants to be us. Yeah. And then she puts her fucking baller shades on and then she steps out of her car like a fucking boss that is my favorite scene damn yeah. meryl streep let's just take a, a moment in silence for meryl streep's oh, acting she's so dope mm. yeah she's great she's so good um also just like a stunning woman yeah her cheekbones Ugh. anyway she's perfect um, do you know that she was told that she was too ugly for hollywood which is like hysterical point? because she's like just stunning it's just like how dare you and like could you imagine like that's such a like shake your head moment that you didn't employ her back in the day yeah fucking dummies talent just like coming out of her eyeballs anyway yeah anyway uh but anyways then andy fucking Anne hathaway she gets out of the cab and walks away and she throws her fucking phone into a fountain and smiles to herself and she's like i'm gonna go back to my old life now yeah um (laughs) anyways um i think that i probably would quit after witnessing that thing I don't think that I'd be like, yeah, all's well that ends well. It's business. Like, I think I would quit after that because I just think that I, ugh, like, it's, I, I agree that, like, business is business. And I think that, like, I can reasonably look at something else and be like, yeah, man, that's what fucking happens. Like, I, I don't think that I would be like, how could you? But, like, I think that, like, fundamentally, I would just be like, business is business and like i completely understand why this happens and like yeah that's them's the fucking breaks but like i don't want to be a part of this so bye yeah my thing is like okay so if miranda had not done that jacqueline Follet would have taken over Mm -hmm. runway Mm -hmm. probably hired her own assistants now i'm out of a job yeah like could have reworked everything else now all these other people are out of jobs it's like without miranda there's no there's no safety net at the runway magazine anymore i wouldn't say that there's a safety net anyways though no clearly clearly like that guy worked for her for 18 years or whatever and yeah where's his fucking safety net but (laughs) hand it off to jacqueline (laughs) but but here's the thing is like we don't know maybe she gave nigel like a fat fucking raise instead afterwards right like and i think that that's sometimes what can happen (laughs) is like okay i had to do this to save myself so that we can continue being a team here but here's okay but just working off what we do know in the movie i think okay but i think because she's um a strategic woman she doesn't want to lose nigel honestly because like he's such a good worker like in that meeting when she's like thank god someone came to work today but i don't but i don't think that she is under the impression that she would lose him because I think she knows how loyal he is. Mm. Okay. So like, I, so I don't, and, and he, he said himself, like he was like, um, you know, she'll pay me back eventually. And Anne Hathaway was like, are you sure about that? And he was like, nope. But I have to hope. Yeah. So I think that his like loyalty comes above all else. Yeah. So true. And she probably knows that if they've worked together for like over a decade, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I would quit. It would make me look differently at the, the dynamic for sure. But I would think more of myself in that in that moment. And what it looks like is that I spent less than a year being an assistant to Miranda Priestley. That looks really bad. Yeah. And so I would hold out for my own sake. And then I would quit at, at the end when I got what I needed. Yeah. Which is like contacts and 
you know, experience and stuff like that, because that job, I mean, it did a lot for her, right? Like she met a ton of people in publishing and she got to like rub elbows with really important people. And so I think that there's a lot, um, like I'm coming off really bad in this episode. I swear, like I'm a good person. But but, but I mean, okay. So this is the thing again: is that it's like I I think that it is easy to say that you would do one thing when like just to sound like a good person mm-hmm. kind of thing. When in reality, I think most people would do that. Mm-hmm. The only reason that I'm like pretty confident that I would actually quit is because like, well, you don't give a fuck. Yeah, like I I don't I don't I would sooner be like I'll fucking find my own way. Like yeah. like I wouldn't be like well I waste all this time here now and whatever like you know like I all I do is fucking waste time Mm -hmm. like I yeah I I just think that like that's but that said you know like I think that I've been able to do that out of a place of privilege in my life Mm -hmm. whereas like for most people I I know that like your job is your fucking job like that's your bread and butter that's like there there is no option Mm -hmm. you know it's either like okay this or I'm gonna go get another job which like can you get another job? Like, like now you have this threat looming over your head of like, you're not going to be able to, you know, work in publishing again. Do I want to take that fucking risk? I don't know. Well, and even when she got that job, she said it was either this or T or what did she say? It was either this or auto universe. I'm pretty sure is what she said. So it's like, she didn't have many options and she hadn't worked in a long time. Her parents were like helping her out with bills and stuff. It's like, that's a pretty big risk yeah to take yeah and i don't know that i'm that big of a risk taker which is fair yeah so i don't think you do sound like a bad person thank you no problem yeah and i mean and i think that it also is like you know because you do have the work ethic that you do i i think that that does make you look at things differently as well whereas like for me i'm just like i i almost am sooner like i don't think anyone should have work ethic Because, like, I think all of these companies are pieces of shit. So, like, I I really don't believe in loyalty to companies. Yeah. I will say that. Fr- from their employees. Because I think that, like, if you choose to be loyal, I think that, fine, that's one thing. I think it, it being expected of you to be loyal is fucking outrageous. Because mm-hmm. no company is loyal to their employees. Like, yeah. and, and And if they can replace you for someone that's cheaper or younger or whatever. You know what I mean? It's, like, most people... Like, I've had so many friends that are like, well, you know, like, I don't want to leave this job because, like, it's, like, busy season. It's, I would be leaving them high and dry. No. Like, they would fucking, they don't care if it's, like, a bad season for you to have to lose your job, which, when is it ever a good season? Yeah. Bye. So, like, I think, yeah, that's, like, more so my thing is that it's just sort of, like, I want all the establishments to be brought down. Yeah. You know, that's the bigger, that's the bigger goal for me. Yeah. Okay, but quickly, I want to talk about Andy's boyfriend. Okay. This is not really a moral thing so much as, like, just a query. Okay. Because, okay, so so I hadn't watched Devil Wars Prada in a long time. But over the past few years, everyone kind of talks about Andy's boyfriend being, like, he's a, such a fucking piece of shit. Like, he didn't, like, support her dreams, blah, blah, blah. And I agreed until I rewatched it. And then I was like, I don't... I don't know that I feel that way, actually, when, like, you know, I'm very, like, fuck all men, but, like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I I feel like he, this was months, this was months of her kind of, like, you know, dropping the ball on, like, their relationship and, like, not coming to his birthday thing and whatever, like, prioritizing work over her, her, her relationship. So I sooner would say that I think they're both in the wrong rather than just he is in the wrong because like this this is like a perfect example of like 
what would you actually do in real life? Like, mm-hmm. and, and like, if this, if the tables were turned, would you be okay with your partner missing your fucking birthday dinner? No, of course not. You'd yeah. probably be fucking choked about it, especially if it was like following a chain of like months of them basically prioritizing work over you. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think unless we had had the conversation of like, hey, this job is like so important to me. I, I'm really, really loving it. Like, I really want to do a good job. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I know this is like taking up a lot of time. And it's kind of like been a rough transition for us relationship wise. Mm-hmm. You know, like unless we had had that conversation, I think I would also be fucking choked. Yeah. So I don't know that he is in the wrong. Anyways, what do you think about that, though? I don't think either of them are in the wrong. So, so I think they're both wrong. <laughs> you think neither of them are in the wrong. Yeah, because this is how I feel about it. They entered into the relationship under like a certain set of expectations. Yeah. And so Andy was one person and Nate was another person. And they both kind of had these like similar goals, similar vision to what their life was going to look like. Andy finds this job and it really changes her. Mm -hmm. And she might see a different future for herself, maybe in fashion, maybe in a different whatever. Don't know. But she's doing these exciting things and she's kind of like becoming... a a different season of herself Mm -hmm. and I think that the only thing that was like wrong about the relationship that we I don't know we didn't get to see on screen is that they weren't communicating this as it was happening but I think sometimes it doesn't sometimes it just happens so quickly that you you kind of grow apart because you're growing into different people and so she was growing in this like new environment and it just didn't make sense anymore for them like it yeah you know they weren't the same people as when they entered into the relationship and I don't think that that's her fault because Okay, so this is the only thing that I will say where I think that this is where it enters into, like, her being in the wrong. Because I think all of that is all fine and well. And, like, absolutely, like, she was changing, whatever kind of thing. And if she wanted this new lifestyle for herself and, you know, he wasn't, like, on board with it, I think completely, like, she's well within her right to be like, you know what, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. But that's not what she did. She was still kind of, like, fighting for the relationship. She was still kind of, like, like, when he was pissy with her and stuff like that, she wasn't like, you know what, like... I need to fucking move on with my life because, like, I want to... That's... Com- absolutely... Do it, Anne Hathaway. Like, absolutely. But but she was still kind of, like, trying to be in it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where she's in the wrong. And I feel like it's 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 real... His, his response was realistic. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I was like, fuck you guys, was the fucking scene where, like, they're at the bar... And uh, Andy gets like a call from Miranda, her boss, and then her friends are like tossing her cell phone around like he him and her friends are like tossing the cell phone around to one another and like laughing about it and pretending they're going to pick up the phone. Fuck you guys. Yeah. But but see, in in that situation, I would have been like, um, not friends with any of you anymore Mm -hmm. and breaking up with you and fucking bye and pack your shit and leave. Yeah, (laughs) that was that was outrageously disrespectful. Oh, my God. It was like the worst. Yeah. It's like, well, obviously you don't respect me or my job. Like how yeah, or you? take me serious. Yeah, you don't take it seriously. Yeah, when you know that I take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck so here's guys. my rebuttal to what you said. Okay. So when Andy was in Paris with Nigel, he says, um, "We're celebrating to the job that a million um, girls would kill to have." And she says that I got, I think, three months ago or months ago. So it wasn't really that long. So we have like a timeline of how long it's been from start date to Paris. Yeah. So it's not that long. And so if you can think three months going through these changes, I just think that that's pretty quick to be like, I'm leaving you. Like, I think that I would still be trying to balance the two lives at that time. And then maybe a year in, that's when I would realize, you know what, this isn't working. Like, we are different people. Because three months is like, think about you three months ago. 
yeah, second trimester. Okay, but if if so, like I'm I'm just thinking I'm I'm picturing like an actual relationship that like I'm in. You know what I mean? So like, if Matt consecutively for three months was like prioritizing work over me, like missing things that we were supposed to do together um like you know always taking the call over like talking like you know what I mean like if that was happening consistently for three months I would be pretty fucking sick of it by the end of the three months like yeah so I then wouldn't he should leave wait yeah and Nate exactly should <laughs> Nate should leave <clears throat> yeah so but like but like I don't necessarily feel like he's in the wrong for because he he was he was upset like he and I think that like he wasn't necessarily saying let's break up over this because Mm -hmm. she was actually she was actually the one that ended up finally saying maybe Paris is coming at the right time but like I yeah I just I just don't I don't feel like he was being wildly unsupportive of her career I Mm -hmm. feel like he was being unsupportive of like how she was pursuing it I I think that at the end when like it was all kind of said and done and they were having the argument like on his birthday which she had missed and all that kind of stuff because she had prioritized work he said something that um he was like, you know, like you used to make fun of these girls and now you're one of them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the line that like sets a lot of people off where they're like, oh, fuck this guy. But it's like, OK, but pick again, picture like three months of like your relationship deteriorating. This mm-hmm. person ch- changing completely. Like you do kind of say things that like maybe you don't necessarily mean and like maybe, you know, whatever. Well, but even furthermore, like she is becoming one of them and it's not the same person that he fell in love with. Yeah. But that's the thing, because you said you thought Anne Hathaway was in the wrong because she wasn't going about it. She was still trying to make the relationship work. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm like, I think I would still be trying to make the relationship work as the new person that I'm becoming. And I would eventually realize, you know, like three months to me is not that long. And I've had jobs where I've worked like 12 hours a day, six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. And my partner has picked up the slack and gone grocery shopping and we haven't spent a ton of time together. And I just try and make it work because it's like it will slow down sort of thing. Yeah. Um, And so I know what that and I've also gone through like many, many seasons of my life. while with the same partner and so it kind of takes like some getting used to to be like okay this is the new Alyssa (laughs) yeah yeah I I guess yeah okay so I I think that like saying that neither of them are in the wrong is probably the better approach there rather than they're both wrong (laughs) but you can feel that way for sure I'm just like explaining my thoughts yeah like I guess that I just feel like clearly like they both weren't communicating Mm -hmm. that's what we know from the movie and like that to me is where they're both in the wrong kind of thing but I don't I don't inherently feel like Nate Nate yeah I don't inherently feel like Nate is in the wrong I guess whereas like a lot of people I think do and that was something that I'm like but why like like be like I mean come on like be realistic like I think that like you can be supportive of someone's career while also being like you know but but we also do have a relationship together here like that I want to also have be supported so yeah. I don't know. Well, and another good point that you brought up the other day is that, like, he had, like, no problems picking up and moving to Boston for a job. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, he goes to fucking Boston. And he's like, bye. And then Anne Hathaway's like, oh, my God, that's great. Like, that's awesome. And they weren't actually together at that point. So I think that's, like, where, like, it's a little bit different. Because I do know as well, like, you know, when you get out of a relationship and you're like, ah, fuck it. Yeah, OK, I'm going to fucking go do whatever the fuck. <laughs> so I don't think he was, like, in the wrong in that. But, like she was so supportive of him and she was like okay like let's yeah well and it's like 
now okay so now this is my other thing fucking drives me nuts people are so one-sided it's like okay so now that you have something you're excited about you're yeah, willing to everything's change everything's fine yeah. yeah you're willing to change your whole life but when I'm excited about something I'm a fucking asshole but if they were in a relationship I think that would be different not not that yeah. I'm saying like no I agree not that I'm saying it, it would be different like Nate would re- behave differently I'm saying like if if they were still in a relationship and he was like yeah I got this great job in Boston I'm gonna go yeah, yeah obviously fuck you like yeah. what the hell yeah anyway <laughs> I do but I do just feel like I don't know just like judging from the character that we know as Nate and yeah. like how he behaves in situations I he wanted to be a sous chef yeah. I think he would have jumped at the opportunity and been like well but you're just an assistant like you know what I'm saying like yeah I don't know also, like, fuck the friend that was, like, okay, so they're, like, at an event, and fuck everyone in this movie, <laughs> frankly. They're, like, at an event, and, like, Andy's talking to this, like, colleague or whatever, and he kisses her on the cheek, and then her friend's, like, oh, I can't believe you. The Andy I know is in love with Nate. He kissed me on the cheek. God, Jesus. Like, I didn't fucking do shit. No, that's so <laughs> ridiculous. Like, but that's, I feel like that's, like, questionable that you think that somebody can't even like interact me with me that's exactly. of the opposite sex god like let me fucking get off my dick bro yeah i can have guy friends okay well and it's also like what do you like how low do you think of me that that's all it takes for you to like think that i'm like throwing away my relationship yeah. or some shit like i didn't fight i wasn't the one who fucking i didn't put my cheek out for this motherfucker well and also that's just like a customary way in in certain areas to greet someone yeah who cares you know what i mean she also said madly in love with i hate that line i hate that they put madly in it it's just like (laughs) there's a lot of fucking cheesy lines in that show and i knew was madly in love with nate (laughs) (laughs) oh my god anyway okay i gotta get going okay (laughs) bye Thanks for watching. We didn't get around to Titanic. So if you haven't actually watched it, <laughs> you can still watch it. Yeah, you you have a you have a chance. But next first thing next episode. <laughs> spoilers. Okay, bye. Okay, bye guys.